Welcome to the Teachers on Fire podcast. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and today I want to bring you another edition of what I'm calling Sparks, mini segments intended to spark your thinking and ignite your practice. These short episodes are based on my written reflections, which you can find on the Teachers on Fire magazine at medium.com. Today's spark is titled Unbox the Learning. People love to see things come out of boxes. The unbox phenomenon, which truly exploded in 2006, has led to the growth of a host of YouTube channels like Unbox Therapy, which boasts 16.2 million subscribers and receives over 1 million views on videos within one day of release. Unboxing is exciting and satisfying because it reveals, it inspires, it frees. It allows viewers an opportunity to share in someone else's joy. The ways we live in boxes. Sadly, learners of all ages put themselves in boxes every day. I say all ages because educators do it too. Have you ever said something like this at the front of a classroom? I'm not an artist. I'm just not a tech person. I'm not really a writer. These phrases roll quickly off the tongue and are oh so culturally acceptable. If we don't say them aloud, we often quietly believe them. But the implications of these statements are troubling. What we're really saying is, that's not something I can do. I could never improve in that area. Since learning hasn't come easily for me there in the past, I'm giving up on ever trying again. We're declaring what we are and what we aren't what we can learn and what we can't. But would we accept that from our students? In Limitless Mind, Joe Bowler explains that the myth that our brains are fixed and that we simply don't have the aptitude for certain topics is not only scientifically inaccurate, it is omnipresent and negatively impacts education and many other events in our everyday lives. This is what you are, this is what you're not. As educators and parents, the temptation to box our children and students is equally powerful. We do so in ways that feel positive and affirming, using statements that aren't as obviously limiting as the negative examples above. Mike is such an athlete. Helen is a natural artist. Mattia is our resident math whiz. I've made these statements often in my career. You probably have too. We're trying to affirm kids, encourage them, let them know that we see their brilliance. But the language of labels subtly reinforces static conceptions of what kids are capable of. Instead of focusing on their process or product, we're saying, this is what you are. And by implication, this is what you're not. Encourage without labeling. In Mindset, Carol Dweck asks, quote, do you label your kids? This one is the artist and that one is the scientist. Next time, remember that you're not helping them, even though you may be praising them. Find a growth mindset way to compliment them." End quote. So when a child has done something wonderful, let's affirm their approach to a problem. Let's praise their effort, their grit and resilience, their creativity, collaboration, communication and critical thinking, their sense of personal and social responsibility, the places where their work embodies success criteria and meets or exceeds the learning standards. But let's resist the urge to tell students what they are and what they aren't. And let's avoid doing that to ourselves. Let's unbox the learning.
My name is Tim Cavey, and I'm proud to contribute to the education conversation through the Teachers on Fire podcast. Make sure to connect with me at Teachers on Fire on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to catch more from me and hear from amazing educators who are bringing growth and transformation to K-12 education today. And if you're interested in hearing more audio blog content like this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Teacher Blogs podcast. If you're listening on a mobile device, just search for the Teacher Blogs podcast on the very same podcast player you're using right now. Thanks again for listening to this Spark episode and have a great day.